There's a pretty funny meme going around. I happened to see this morning on uh, the calendar of November. Okay. This is insane. People start listening to Christmas music week. Oh, this week is? <laughs> yeah. I don't okay. know if I completely agree with that. I am not necessarily Mr. Festive. No. Surprise. <laughs> Surprise. Shocker. But I do enjoy uh, Christmas music, and it's kind of fun because none of us, or at least I haven't heard any of these songs now for almost a year. A year. Mm-hmm. So you flip by and you hear uh, some Christmas music on your uh, playlist there, and it is kind of fun to do a little, yeah. just hear those sleigh bells ringing. Ding, 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 I ding, love ding. Christmas music, yeah. and I love I love everything Christmas, but it's a little too early. Is it too early for you? There's only like 10 Christmas songs, so by the time you've heard them, you've heard them. But I think uh, it's also silly to say it has to be after 6 p.m. on Thanksgiving no, Day. No, no, no. I don't That's think- a little too specific. Just like the people that put up their tree, uh, now mm-hmm. it's too early. Do you think? Similarly, the people that put up their tree on Christmas Eve, that's a lot of work for one day payoff. Yeah. You know? I understand the tradition of Christmas Eve, and I think uh, that's when you're really supposed to do it. Right. But for all that work, especially if you got a real tree, Mm -hmm. good Lord. Well, I think a lot of people put them up on Christmas Eve when they have a real tree because the real trees don't last as long. I guess. And there's so much I mean, Well, then I just do some lights and call it a day. Yeah. Real Christmas trees are such a pain in the butt. You've got to water them. Nick is putting up his tree this weekend. He told me. Oh, really? Yeah. Too early. I kind of, I always been someone who puts it up after Thanksgiving. Always. It's always been my tradition. Black you know, Friday, I put up the Christmas decorations. Black Friday's probably a normal day. That's when I put them up. But I posted this on our Robbie and Rochelle page. I put the fall decorations up a little early this year because you let me do it. Now I'm kind of over them and I'm Well, it's funny you say that because I was making the coffee and you have a little uh, pumpkin head. Yeah. And I thought to myself, well, look, this needs to go because right. now Halloween's over. And right. I know it's fall, right. but you see the pumpkin and it looks like well, Halloween. And that is one fall decoration that I have that is Halloween-y because it's a jack-o'-lantern. It's not just yeah. a pumpkin. So you're right. It probably does need to go. But now I'm thinking as I'm starting to put those away, they're, they're in the same boxes that are right next to the Christmas ones. I'd kind of like to get those out. I don't know. This weekend is uh, dedicated to people who act like they have no idea what daylight savings time is. Oh, is this weekend daylight savings time? Yeah. Oh. And then there's a lot of people, rightfully, this year going, oh, wait, is this the last one? Right. I thought we got rid of this. I, I know. I'm so confused. Every you Do year. a Google search. It's very unclear what the hell's happening other than we're supposed to set the clocks back this weekend. Your calendar really is correct because this weekend when the time change comes, you get to sleep in sort of, but then I don't remember, is it forward or back? It's fall back. Fall right? back, fall spring back. ahead, but I don't think we're doing the spring ahead anymore. I don't know. That was my understanding. Yeah. Here's maybe the best one. November 23rd, uh, meet up with your old high school buddies and get drunk because mm-hmm. it's the night before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Biggest drinking night in the year. It is. That's when you come home, you, you look like a jack o You get that jack o <laughs> face. Hey. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning, 1071 The Boss. 99.7 FM anywhere on your boss app or at 1071theboss.com. Listen through your TV. Oh, my God. Robbie and Rochelle are on the TV. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> yeah. Nobody needs that. I'll just be clear. You're just going to see the logo. There's, oh, good. It's not actually us. Okay. Although there has been discussion here and then of putting a camera in the studio, which just seems like a... Not necessary. Seems like an, not a terrible idea per se, but an unnecessary idea. We all look terrible in the morning when we first wake up. I don't need that on my face. I don't know it's if like I'm so lot. concerned with that. It's just like I got my coffee cups. I usually get uh, my paper towels and my tissues because I'm... <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no one, I spilled yes. the coffee. I got to blow my nose. No yeah. one needs to see that. Nobody okay? wants to see that. Joe is in his underpants. I mean, nobody, <laughs> no. nobody needs to see it. This is why they fired him at Channel 7, you know, because <laughs> he's on TV in his underpants. No, Whoa. that's not That's not true. Nick looks fantastic. He's got his pocket square in his suit on at 530. 5.30. 5.30 looks great. Unbelievable. Uh-huh. We got a good one today. Marlo Thomas on the Celebrity Hotline. Callers lined up once again for Tipsy or Toddler. 
it's Thursday. That means we've got some stories. we got to figure out, did it happen to this person when they were a child mm-hmm. or when they were drunk? We'll do he right. said. She said. At 7.50 this morning, 7.29.20. It's hashtag mom. Confession. Birthday file, fast five. We'll check the uh, community bulletin board in just a minute here. And at some point this morning, and you know when that point is, if you have signed up at 1071theboss.com, we'll pay out some Chris Kringle cash up to 500 bucks. And if you've already signed up, you qualify for five grand too. I got to tell you. I don't like this Elon Musk guy. And I'll tell you why. There's a couple of things. First of all, I worry that he really is Lex Luthor. You know, the villain uh, from Superman? That's fair. Because you remember from the movie, he's a billionaire. Uh-huh. He's also uh, a scientist involved in sketchy experiments. Yes. He's got an underground lair. Mm-hmm. But all of this is true about Elon Musk. He's like a real superhero movie villain in real life. Well, maybe he's trying to be. Maybe he, he saw the story. He's building of- rocket ships. But he's literally yeah. like a bad guy from a superhero movie. He's not really a bad guy. You just don't like him. Well, we we don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> we don't know where he's going with this. It's all fun and games until, until Lex Luthor tries to kill Superman. He's you know not I mean? going to go get some kryptonite. And I mean, you're, you're fine. <laughs> don't like him. Okay. Of course, he uh, completed his uh, buyout of Twitter this past week for mm-hmm. $44 billion in his... Uh, press office made an announcement yesterday that they will now charge a fee mm-hmm. for people on Twitter yes. that have verification, a.k.a. the blue check mark. Yeah. And this is the thing people say. There are people that use the Twitter app or go on there and just read Twitter even if they don't use it, and they will insult people with the blue check mark. Mm-hmm. And the, the insult is that you're... It's like calling someone hoity-toity, that you're right. very fancy because you have a blue check mark. My voice is as important as your voice, and there's kind of like this... Uh, it's like high school where there's clicks. The right. popular kids, the nerds on Twitter. It's kind of like that, where if you have the blue check mark, you're more likely to have the uh, you know, the trolls give you a hard time, right? So Elon has announced that for a chart, well, first of all, he was going to be uh, nineteen ninety nine a month. Right. And if you're willing to pay this fee, you could retain your check mark. Or if you mm-hmm. wanted to get one, all you had to do was pay the fee. They would vet you, and then you get the check mark. It used to be that Twitter had to see you and think that you were so important, so famous, that they needed to bestow upon you this check mark, which is how it got that kind of obnoxious status. I or, have one of those. I have one of those. Or you have to work for a company where somebody knows somebody, and then you also get one, which is... <laughs> which is what happened for me, and that's fine. But on the other hand, I am a media personality, so I am someone who's out there in the public. Uh-huh. So it's not like I'm just some guy in his basement. Now, I grant you, I only have like 2,000 followers, but let's be it's honest, good to it's, know, it's 1,500. But good still, to know somebody. it yes. is good to know somebody. So mm-hmm. now, if I want to keep mine, my mm-hmm. little blue check mark on Twitter, I'm going to need, and anybody that's got one is going to need to pay uh, $8 a month after backlash from many uh, celebrities, many people in government, people that right. have the blue check mark. Right. They decided, well, all right, maybe $19.99 a month is a little excessive. We're going to start at $8 a month. You know he's going to go up to $19.99 a month. Sure. And I can't blame him. I think this is a brilliant business move to start charging people to have the check mark. Yeah. And he's still vetting people, so you do still have to prove that you're really you and that you have a reason for needing it. But if you pay a fee, you can get it, and that didn't used to be the case. So it's a lot of cash for the company, and mm-hmm. I get that. But for me, now I'm going to have to pay 8 bucks a month to be able to keep my little check mark. Then my fear is, what if he doesn't verify me? What if he goes, I don't even want your money. You're not important enough to have one. Well, I don't know that that's the case because he did. He tweeted out and said, uh, Twitter's current lords and peasants system for those who do not have a blue check mark needs to end. Power to the people blue for eight bucks a month. So I think that anyone 
will be allowed to get one as long as you're vetted and you are a real person. They will still verify that you, you have to send a Because there's those robots on there that are not real people, right. right? So you have to send a photo of your driver's license. That's how you get verified in any of the social accounts. You, you have to go through a whole system. So they're still going to do that. But we're talking about 90, but, almost 100 bucks a month for me to be able to keep this check mark. Is it to you Not to a have month, that? a year. 100 bucks a year. Yeah. Yeah, I think it is. Okay. Well, I, Again, figured, I am a media personality, yeah. so I think it makes me look like I'm less than Ryan Seacrest if I don't have one, and he does. <laughs> don't give me the, of course you're less than Ryan Seacrest. Just be, I said nothing. Just because I he's got $90 nothing. billion, dollars I said nothing. I wish he could have bought Twitter. No, I, I said nothing. He would nothing. understand my plight. Yeah, well, when I saw this article, I knew that the, I, I knew this was going to be a huge thing for you because you love your blue check mark. It's one of your favorite things that you have. It's the reason I think you love Twitter. I don't know it's one of my favorite things that I have, but I think it's kind of cool as far as You're my... willing to pay 100 bucks a year I didn't, for I don't, I don't know if I'm willing to pay 100 bucks <laughs> a year. But you sent me this article yesterday. I'd already read this, but you sent it just to be a jerk. And I said, that's such bull. Mm-hmm. And then you told me later that you screenshot that and sent it to my stepdaughter, who just could not stop laughing about how sad she thinks it is that I think this matters. Right. Because the young kids don't care about social media at all, the way they, except for TikTok, yeah. the way that we all seem to Yet. She's has she's never been on Twitter ever. I don't want to be banned. It's very important. <laughs> He'll pay the eight bucks a month. Yeah, I mean, I sound like that, don't I? <laughs> Me and the Donald. I don't know if you've seen this video clip of Julia Roberts being interviewed this week. She's in a new movie out with George Clooney. Oh yes, where they yeah. play a divorced couple getting back together for their kids' wedding. It looks very funny, by the way. It does. Hasn't uh, done so well at the box office. No? no. Black Adam is the number one movie. Yeah, the kids wanted to see that this weekend, but I didn't know if it was appropriate. Black um, Adam? Yeah, it's yeah. a superhero movie. I know, but it's PG-13. And uh, it's I probably just some, uh, you know, The Rock is chopping guys in half with his big sword. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Like, both the kids wanted to see it. I was like, mm, maybe, maybe not. I, I mean, his actual sword. He doesn't show his sword. You know? <laughs> well, Dwayne The Rock Johnson well, is not about that. As well. Far, as far as I know. I don't think so. No. What's the one Thor had a, had the naked button in it, just though, right? Just a booty, yep. Just and that's booty. on Disney now. So. And the kids have seen that. So. Oh. <laughs> well, Julia Roberts has got a new movie out with George Clooney. I don't know why nobody cares because I saw the clip of it. It looks very cute. Mm-hmm. But anyway, she's being interviewed to promote this. And she talked about the fact that when she was born, the hospital bill was paid as a thank you by Martin Luther King. Yeah, that Martin Luther King and his wife. Because Julia Roberts' parents, of course, uh, her brother is Eric Roberts, who's also an actor. Yeah. Her uh, niece, Emma Roberts, is an actor. Right. So they're a big uh, acting family. I didn't realize this. Julia Roberts, Eric Roberts' parents ran a theater in Atlanta, and Atlanta was uh, segregated at the time, mm-hmm. but they allowed the uh, Kings to have their kid go to the school. So as a thank oh. you, Martin Luther King said, congratulations on the birth of your daughter. I'm going to take care of the hospital bill. Well, that's a big thank that's you. That's amazing that she has this connection to history, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, that really is amazing. I think that I am a, a pretty good judge of uh, people, celebrities, and I don't know. Because I look at Julia <laughs> Roberts and I say to myself, I really like her. Yeah. And it's not that I, well, she is pretty, but it's mm-hmm. not that. It's not, she is talented, but it's right. not that. I just look at her and I say, there is a person that I would like I just it's she not, seems like a good person. There's just something about saying. her where I go, I would like this person, right? So I feel as though, and I do this with actors where I go, nah, I don't like them. You do this with all people, not just <laughs> actors. <laughs> you look at someone, you go, mm, nah, I don't like them. Like they said nothing. I mean, what? there are people like, for example, Daniel Craig. I like Daniel Craig. Yeah, I think he's now uh, he's grooming me. I think he's one of the best Bonds, right? Yeah, I don't want to be friends with him. No, no, nope. no. I get that. I feel like that with the guy from uh, Mad Men. What's his name? Oh, uh, John Hamm. John Hamm. See, I feel the other way. Although you're starting to convince. Otherwise, he just plays a jerk in everything that he's in. He's literally a bad guy. He's a funny bad guy. Yeah. I give you that. He's sarcastic and sure, but he's like a bad person in everything that and he that plays. And that may be true.
true, but don't you kind of want, uh, everybody wants a peripheral friend like that, who's not a good guy, but he's a lot of fun when you go out drinking, and then that's it. You know, you see I him for an know. hour, and that's it. I think I'm too old to want that friend anymore. I had those friends, and like, now I'm <laughs> over it. Yeah, I don't want people who are like that in my life. It's just too much. I don't know. Nah. So John Hamm is a no. John Hamm's a no for me. The one, of course, that just tears me apart inside is Tom Cruise, because I know that he's a weird guy, mm-hmm. but I just love him. Yeah. I feel like if I was actually friends with him, I would abuse the privilege and text him all the time. He seems like even in the movies that he's in, that he's kind of a weird guy in the movies too. I, I know he's a great actor. I give yeah. you that, but you can kind of tell that he's kind of like you get. See, I don't get that vibe. I, I get the know. vibe that he's a he's a stoic uh, hero in all of his movies. Yeah, but he's not funny. He's not sarcastic. Well, that's okay. He's, kind of he's like, a serious guy doing serious things in life. I don't know. I don't know. How about Clooney? I feel like Clooney is a great guy. Yeah, George Clooney seems. Like I feel a like very Paul nice McCartney guy. is a great guy. Yes. Yes. Maybe a little full of himself, yeah, but that's maybe. okay. Maybe a little bit He's full gonna of himself. He's going to tell a lot of stories because he's met everybody and well, done and everything, be, and that's fine. They'd be great stories, but I don't really want to go to dinner with Paul McCartney because all he's going to eat is like tofu, yeah. and so I'm kind of probably out of that one. I'm going to tell you, uh, and this is people are going to start texting me with their politics, and that's not what I mean, but I would rather hang out with George Bush than Barack Obama. Get out of here. Yeah, I feel Get like- Get out of here. And I'll tell you why, because I feel like, again, Obama's going to be, he's so impressive and such a smart guy that yeah. it's going to make me feel uncomfortable like I'm on my bed. Like we talked about, we went to a dinner party a week ago and it was so fancy yeah. that I was uncomfortable the whole time. At least with Bush, Obama's you feel like- Obama's not fancy, though. Hey, he plays basketball. I made some tater tots. How you doing? <laughs> Let's put on the game. And you're like, all right, I'm having tater tots no. with Bush. It'd be all right. But with, oh my with, gosh. Uh, you know, with Obama, I would feel like, oh my God, I don't want to make a fool of myself. I feel more you know? nervous around Michelle than I would Barack. Like I, I'm I, like afraid of her. I feel like yeah, punch me in the face. Like, she's tough. I'd be a little, but Barack, I, I would just, I don't know. Michelle would be one of those people where I would uh, I would have a couple of drinks and then yeah. I would make a, a joke. Not an insensitive joke, but just something a little blue. And, and I, then I go, oh. And we'd be driving home like, why did I say that? Why did I say that? I don't know that there's any president that I, like, I'd like to meet, I'd like to meet any president. I'm me any, sure. well, maybe any of them, but <laughs> but uh, careful. Like, I just, I don't. I think I would just be nervous, and I wouldn't know what to say. I'm too dumb to meet a president. Like, I don't want. I don't know what I talk to you about. I don't know what I'd say. Well, I don't know. I think I'm a good judge of whether or not celebrities are nice people. So, <laughs> all the late night guys hate all of them. Wouldn't wouldn't hang out with any of them. David Letterman. Well, Letterman's not a late night guy anymore. Well, he used to be. Uh, by Kurt? the way, I don't think Dave is a Jimmy nice Fallon? guy. I don't, don't get the I don't get the sense that Dave is a nice. I don't get no. the sense he's a bad guy. No. I get the sense he's just very he's much serious. himself. He's serious. He's, he's not hanging out with anybody. You don't. You wouldn't want to hang out with Jimmy Fallon. Sure, I'll hang out with him. He but do I want to be so friends nice. with him? No, they'd be one of your friends. Yeah, I would love them. <laughs> I would love to hang out with Jimmy. You'd be Fallon. like, I'm going out with the Jimmys tonight. You want to come? Like, no, I'm Alan good. And Kimmel. Oh man, that'd be a fun night. I'll be fine. <laughs> let's go see that Julia Roberts George Clooney movie though. Okay, let's do it. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's time for hashtag mom. Every morning, 72920. That's why it's time for that. Mm-hmm. We search the socials, we look for that hashtag, and we share them just like this from mamas, grandmamas, occasionally daddies, just like you. Sarah Sheafield said, My son just called the butter shelf in the fridge the dairy penthouse. And now there's no <laughs> other name for it. That's fair. The dairy penthouse. It's right there in the top of the door. I like that. At Mom Jeans, please, said, always nice to see my son's apple return home from its daily school outing. 
Oh, his actual apple. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. they never eat the fruit. They never eat the fruit. Never eat the fruit. Always Grayson a gets oranges every day, never touches them. Ever. I can't they blame always them. Come oranges back. are horrible. They're the, they're the like, fruit. Candy. No, they're like the fruit cup ones, and he still doesn't eat them. I mean, the sugar doesn't touch them. Nah, I don't like those either. I'm with him on that one. <laughs> Try giving him some apple sauce. They'll be all right. Megan Powell said, Oregon Trail, but it's just my kids packing all their worldly possessions for a 10-minute car ride downtown. <laughs> Hashtag mom. Every morning, 720 and 920 right here. Send one in. You might hear yours. Good morning, Marlo. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Oh, we're fine. Thank you. It's wonderful to talk to you. Uh, you would not remember, but you and I spoke many years ago. I was uh, proud to be part of one of the radiothons for St. Jude at a station I worked at some years ago. And I've been to the hospital. It's it's just a, a wonderful place. So thank you for all you do, first of all. Oh, that's great. Thank you so much for going to St. Jude. Yeah, we were uh, getting ready to do that radiothon this about 20 years ago, and I wanted to go and see it. So a couple of us DJs went down there. And I thought it would be you know, kind of a sad place, but it is not. It is uplifting. Uh, it is remarkable uh, just amazing people the children are amazing it was it was really a transformational moment i'll never forget you know how i felt leaving that place uh, i'm so yeah yeah you know and i talk about it all the time but i always say unless you see it yourself i can't really describe as hard as i try just how uh, emotional and uplifting it is to see those kids yeah well, if you see it in your mail and you think of making a donation this holiday season, do it. So we're not supposed to even be promoting St. Jude, but I just wanted to mention that, Marlo. It's a very special place. So thank you. I'm happy to promote St. Jude anytime. Of course. Now, for people who don't know, your father is the one that started it. That's why I bring all of this up. But uh, anyhow, you're on today because you got a brand new Hallmark movie. Talk about feel good. I love these Hallmark movies. You've got, uh, you're starring in a new one. Yeah, I've never been in one before. Uh, Allison Sweeney is the star, and she's uh, been in several She's so much fun to work with, and we have had a ball. It's a very unusual one. I've watched a lot of the Hallmark movies, and this one is funny, uh, which a lot of them are not funny. Uh, it's funny. It has a love story, of course, between Allison and Luke Farland, who's just great. And then Allison and I have a lot of fun, and are funny because I play this sort of magical, uh, crazy grandmother, uh, <laughs> and I bring magic into the house. And she's just trying to get the trains to run on time. And I'm, you know, uh, saying that don't worry about it. Uh, you know, the universe will bring it. And I bring a, a, a magical Christmas village with me. And the little granddaughter just completely embraces it and, and brings magic back into their lives. It's it's a lot of fun. And, and I have a very funny part. I've never had a part like this before. Uh, playing a magical grandma. I really enjoyed it. Well, listen, is there any other kind of grandma? They're all magical, aren't they? Not to be schmaltzy, but it's true. You're so right. That's what makes the movie so relatable. My grandmother was absolutely my my North Star. She was so funny. Uh, She she actually played the drums in a beer garden in Pasadena. She was absolutely (laughs) a wild woman. And and, uh, (coughs) I was so excited whenever I got to spend the weekend with her. We'd have spaghetti for breakfast, you know. She just was so funny. And also the mothers, you know, they've always they've got to get their kids to do their homework, to get to bed on time, you know, to not watch too much TV. That's their job. But the grandmothers don't have to worry about that. They can just have fun. And so that's, uh, that's what makes the story very relatable. Man, I'm still I'm still stuck on having pasta for breakfast with Marlo Thomas's grandma. That sounds like a blast. <laughs> well, she was Italian. Oh, okay. We should uh, yeah. probably mention this film is called A Magical Christmas Village here on the Hallmark Channel. And if you can't watch it live, you can always watch it on demand. They've got that too on the they got the app now and all of that yeah. business. Yeah, it's on uh, this Friday. 
November 4th at 8 o'clock on the Hallmark Channel. Okay. Well, there's uh, there's that. Let me ask you a couple other questions about uh, your career before we let you go here. Uh, there's so many. Uh, there's Pluto TV, all these streaming apps that run classic television. And I know there's a whole channel on Pluto that shows that girl 24 hours a day. Is that amazing to you that people are still finding, discovering this show today that maybe didn't see it the first time around? No, I think it's wonderful, you know. Everybody works so hard on your shows, you know, whether it's Cheers or My Dad's Show or Lucy or That Girl or Murphy Brown, all those golden girls. People work very hard to make those shows good and make them funny. And it's it's really rewarding to know that there are, you know, there are little kids right now who are watching That Girl and inspired by her and they want to be That Girl when they grow up. I, I think that's wonderful, you know. Nice. And, and there's so many parts of life that are surprising, you know. Uh, well, with uh, my William Sonoma collection uh, that is coming out now for the second year, uh, that's another surprise in my life. I never thought I would be doing a, a collection of tableware, and you'll love them. You should just go to williamsonoma.com and uh, put in Marlo Thomas, and this beautiful collection of things will come up. So there's a uh, there's a great holiday idea. The movie is on Hallmark Channel this uh, this Friday night, A Magical Christmas Village. And yes, I say again, if you can and you you get the envelope in the mail, please donate to St. Jude. So, boy, you got a lot going on, don't you? Yeah, I certainly do. Well, that's our thanks and giving time. It certainly we'll is. Give thanks to the kids, yeah, and give for those who are not. So, yeah, you watch us on the Today Show every day, uh, Thanksgiving week, and. Uh, and see the stories of the children, yeah. Let me just uh, say also, we're going to let you run here. Thank you for being on. And please give your best, uh, give my best rather to your husband. Uh, he was an inspiration for me, you know, doing what we do, doing a talk show. So please tell him we said hello. I certainly will. Thanks so much. Well, have a beautiful holiday. And uh, Phil Donahue is her husband, by the ah, way. Okay. The talk show host, Phil okay. Donahue, yeah. What you got right here is Tipsy. Or toddler, it's a thirsty Thursday tradition. We've once again lined up some phone callers, each of whom claim to have a wild story, <laughs> and I'm sure they do. Mm-hmm. The object here is to decide, did this happen to the caller, this tipsy thirsty Thursday? Yes. When they were just a little kid and didn't know any better, or, yes indeed, when they were drunky bones, okay? <laughs> right. When they'd have a little too much to drink and lost control of their functions, all right? <laughs> That's how it works. Tipsy or toddler, you know the drill. We start on line one with Dee Dee. Down the stair rail and broke my collarbone. Down the stairs. Ouch. ouch land on ouch, your collarbone, break the bone, which is supposed to be one of the most painful. Yeah, I was just going to say. Bone breaks you can have. Awful. Um, I'm going to hope for the sake of your body, you were a toddler. Yeah, I'm going to say you were a little kid. Yeah. I was a drunk adult oh, in our man. sorority house, and a few of us were overserved. And these guys were over, and we were trying to show off. Huh. And after I used the bathroom, I went to go back downstairs. And I saw they were all at the bottom of the stairs, so I decided to be a show-off. And I jumped on the stair rail and started to slide down when my jean shorts caught, and it was like someone pulled the emergency <sighs> brake, and I went flying off oh. the rail into some people oh. and bam, right on the floor and broke my collarbone. You can just oh. feel that happening as she tells that story, That's can't you? awful. You can just feel that. Oh. Although I have a couple of observations here. First of all, you were not overserved. You chose to drink too much. <laughs> it's not like you well, went to an establishment. You well, chose to keep having. You want to do some more shots? Yeah. yeah. Boom. Yeah. You know, so that's your bad judgment. <laughs> well, Let's she's not... in a sorority, so she's... Well, there is the yeah, next thing I want to say. Is there's no need to impress some guys visiting the sorority. Yeah. They're happy to be there. Oh, Don't you worry. Absolutely. So there's no need to show off, okay? Right, right. This is Tipsy or Toddler. Let's go to line three. Burned my LeBron James jersey when I left Miami to go back to Cleveland. <laughs> 
As is Troy, by the way. Uh, Obviously, you were a drunk adult. You were a drunk adult, yeah. What do you think? Yeah, you gotta be, right? I mean, LeBron uh, left, what, about 10 years ago? And yeah. Troy here sounds like a man. He can't hear anything we're saying, by the way. He sounds like a man who's in his 20s, something like that. Maybe. All right, Troy. I was a little kid, man. Oh. Really? I was just so hurt when he left. And I, I'd seen someone else on TV burn their jersey, you know, and so I tried it in my kitchen and almost burned the house down. <laughs> my mom refused to ever buy me anything with the heat on it. <laughs> Troy, are you drunk right now? Because you sound a little <laughs> drunk right now. But all right, don't answer that. Don't answer. He also sounds a little bit like our super fan, Kenny. A little bit, yeah. could be related. Let's yep. try this one. Line four, it's Ashley. I lost $1,000 in cash at a Britney Spears concert. Oh, no. <laughs> well, you, you two could be sisters, huh? Yeah, but why were you carrying around $1,000 in cash? I don't know. What are you doing? Got to be, I'm going to say she's a little kid. I'm going to say this is. A little kid with $1,000? I think dad gave her the money. $1,000? Or she grabbed his wallet or something, yeah. I gotta say, drunk adult. Why would a kid have a thousand dollars? I just got a feeling that she accidentally came into contact with the money and lost it. Ashley? I was a little kid. Oh! I was at a Britney Spears concert with my mom, and she asked me to hold her purse while she went to the bathroom. Ended up getting distracted, and I left my mom's purse on a table in front of the arena. And someone took the purse, which unfortunately had over $1,000 cash in it. Wow. That's probably just to buy a t-shirt at a oh, concert. Yeah. You need I about 1000 bucks. I 75 bucks a pop. So, wow, that's crazy, though. How about Misty? Her name is Misty, mm. and she's on line three. I crapped in a hat <laughs> while driving on a road trip. Ew. <laughs> I like any story that begins with a crapped in a hat. Ew. Uh, I think she's a little kid, though. I'm going to say... Ew, a little kid. You know what? I changed my answer. No. I think she's a drunk adult. I think she's a I drunk adult. I hope you were a little kid. I changed my answer, Misty. Okay. I was a drunk adult. I had a feeling. <laughs> my friends and I were heading to the Keys. Huh? Um, I ate some sausage for breakfast. Ew? And it oh didn't really God. agree with me. And <laughs> I also had a few white Russians, which was really not a good choice. Oh. And then oh. <laughs> once we hit the Seven Mile Bridge, I got a case of bubble guts and... Long story short, I could not hold it, and I ended up grabbing it in my hat because our driver would not pull over. Well, there you go. Well, you had sausage and white Russians for breakfast. And when you know you're going to be, you're on vacation, you're in Florida, you're taking a drive down to the Keys. You know what you do? You have some sausage for breakfast with a few white Russians. Oh, my gosh. That's giving me bubble guts just thinking about it. Well, that was Missy, not Misty, by the way. I misread the call screen thing. All right, last one. This is Carrie. I threw up in my cat women's suit in front of a huge group of people. (laughs) <laughs> Feeling all sexy in your Catwoman uh, outfit, and then you barf everywhere. Gross. I'm, I'm uh, going to say she's a drunk adult. That's what I was going to say, too. Yeah, this yeah, is an yeah, obvious yeah. one. No offense, but I think this is obvious. I was a little kid. Oh. No! I was in a Halloween costume contest at my elementary school. I was super sick. Didn't want to miss, you know, the big day. Halfway through the contest, I puked all over my costume. Wow. It was in front of the entire third grade. That's how a lot of people felt when they saw the Halle Berry Catwoman movie. <laughs> Terrible. All right, well, as quickly as it comes along, it disappears. (laughs) There you go. Tipsy or toddler. (laughs) I don't know about you, but I'm still laughing about the sausage and the white Russians. Yeah, I am, too. It's gross. Makes me think twice about driving a boat under the Seven Mile Bridge. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure it does. I had sausage for dinner last night, and I'm just thinking the last thing I'd want to do is head to the beach after eating that for dinner. Oh, my God.
Uh, now, you know what? Because Marianne and I go down there at least once a year, right? And I can't, I, I'm telling it, I, I will never think of that proud. That's always going to be in my mind now as you leave Marathon <laughs> heading south. <laughs> well, you're welcome. That's what Tipsy and a Toddler is all oh, about. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. But it's all really about. funny. Yep. Really funny. Gross. Oh, man. Yeah, it is gross. Oh, I agree totally with you. It's really gross. But it's really funny, though, too. You imagine being out in the middle of that thing and all of a sudden. <laughs> And it all starts grumbling and <laughs> bubble gut. <laughs> bubble gut. That's really funny. We have a podcast. It is on demand at 1071theboss.com. Just click the little play button or wherever you get your podcast. You can click the play button or download it right there for later, whatever you want to do. We also have Facebook. We have TikTok. Mm-hmm. We're right on there. What? By the way, what is that song that you said the kids love? Oh, it's uh, the George Michael song. Yes. Careless Whisper. I mean, just uh, here it is here. If you, you remember this song? Yeah. That's kind of a... Obsessed. Kind of a sexy song. They're obsessed with this. A I, cheesy song. I don't understand why. This is, if you've never been on the TikTok app, they just use these little 10-second clips of songs, and then the kids make videos and use the music, and now they love uh, George Michael, Careless Whisper. But so weird. We're, we're on the TikTok machine. We're at Robbie and Rochelle. All right, time for our Fast Five. Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. Five big old trending stories. Thought you needed to know. Be in the know from number five to number one. Number five. There's a woman who's on the TikTok machine. She claims, she's recording herself telling the story, that she went to just get a little massage, mm-hmm. but she ended up in one of those happy ending places Uh-oh. and was stunned by the whole deal. What? I booked it at 9 p.m. They answered the phone at 9 p.m., which should have been a red flag, but yep. I continued. If you've ever gotten a massage, you know they always tell you to get undressed to your comfort level. So I always leave my underwear on. <laughs> Lay down. She comes in and really quickly rips my underwear down to my knees. Oh my and what? I was like very uncomfortable. She folds back the sheet. So I am completely exposed booty up. Like I don't want to be rude if this is normal. She then sits on my thighs. And I was like, no, thank you. Just my shoulders, please. That is a, uh, I was captivated by it, but also annoyed by that story. Where did you book this? I like, uh, by this the way, is that not, a, This is not a thing. Where did you book this? I like, like that this is a woman having this happen because I feel like this is an excuse men must make to their wives or whatever all the time going, I just needed a massage. That's all. But seriously. But where, she really did just need a massage. Did she get a Groupon? Like, where did you <laughs> find, where did you find a place that does it? I know they say they're out there, but generally you don't book this online. This isn't like, I'd like the extra pack. I gotta tell you, I think this happens more often than you think it does. I guess it does. I've that's in, I've had many massages. Yeah. Nothing like that's ever been offered. You know how many I've had? None. Zero. Well. And this is one of the reasons I'd have zero. Sure. Because it's just uh, it's invasive. It's disgusting. It's uh, that's great. I mean, a regular massage is not disgusting. I would be but... more concerned that they would get close just massaging me. Never mind some sort of funny business. That's. So... I don't want anybody getting that close to me. I don't want to be that close to myself. Okay. <laughs> That's so But crazy. she's right, 9 o'clock at night for the appointment should have been the first sign That's, that something is awry. Yeah. That you're going to run into Bob Kraft. Wow, you know what I'm saying? Wow. Number four, the heir to a fortune in a German company is saying that she does not want to inherit the billions of dollars her grandparents are leaving her upon their passing. She said she'd like all of it to be donated. Her name is Marlene Engelhorn. Here she is uh, pleading her case to have the will changed. I was born into a rich family and will one day inherit a fortune for which I never had to work. I gotta tell you the truth. She's making a spectacle like she's just some altruistic person. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you this has something to do with my ex getting the money, okay? Oh, always. <laughs> I guarantee you. Always. When you're rich like that, everything is public. Of course. She just doesn't want him getting his little grumpy fingers on the money. Okay? I don't blame her. That's what that's all about. Well, we solved that one pretty quickly. Yeah. Bye-bye. Number three, let's go to Ohio, because occasionally it's 
Ohio. Ohio. Nine-year-old boy there was born with spina bifida, unfortunately. Oh, now okay. he's working his way through it. He's rewarded with McDonald's fries for life. Here's Blake Mumford talking about how excited he is to get McDonald's fries for life. Mm. Since you are our number one biggest French fry All right, it's French fries for a year, I guess, not for life. But mm. still, I mean, the boy already obviously has some health problems. And no diss, they are delicious. But is this really the best choice to have him eating French fries every day for a yeah. year? Yeah, that's... Uh, I guess it could be multiple times. unlimited French fries for a year. That's it, a lot of fries. That's a lot of fries. Is that good for you? But that's assuming that mom and dad are going to take him to get fries every day for a year. I don't know that they are. He's a kid. What's he going to be saying? Mom, I want to go to McDonald's again. Uh, I don't, I don't I know. I got free McDonald's fries, Mom. I got to go. <laughs> Let's every- Every day, this. though? I don't know. Let's do this. I don't know. Survey said. Bonus story for you. A poll of the holidays found that a third of Americans have never built a snowman. Have you ever built a snowman? Yeah. You, ha- you have? Sure. When you were a kid? Yeah. Or as an adult? Uh, probably both. Really? Yeah. I cannot picture you building a snowman. Why? Because it's cold? Yes. And Why? outside, and you, you have, it's like manual labor, and like, <laughs> yes. Well, who did you build a snowman I used with? to go around uh, shoveling the neighborhood, so my sister and I built a snowman back in the okay. day. Okay. It was kind of fun. And as an adult, you did it too? I think so, yeah. Wow. Okay. I'm I'm impressed. I've, I've obviously- Because <laughs> until I moved out of the house, it was one of my uh, duties to, because uh, I was living there rent-free, to sh- shovel the walk and stuff. So yeah, we built a little snowman, have some fun with it. <laughs> I've obviously built a snowman before, so I'm not in that statistic. I don't know that I did the uh, corn cob pipe or the uh, button nose no, or any of that. No carrots No for carrot the nose. for a nose, but okay. we made the little balls of snow. That's kind of fun. Were the, was it like a big snowman or was it like a little teeny tiny? You know, I really can't remember, and now you're making me second guess if this memory actually happened at all. <laughs> I just can't picture you building a... I've seen you in the snow and you trudge and you wear boat shoes <sighs> and a leather coat and like snow is just not your thing. Can we move on, please? Also in the same survey, one in seven Americans have never even seen snow. Uh, How is that possible? One in seven? I mean, I understand people live in warm climates, but they've yeah. never seen snow in person. You've never left your hometown. It's amazing to me. People that never leave their hometown. Yeah, you know? I, I think there's probably more people than you think that have not left their hometown and they don't have snow there. So I suppose if you it. grew up in San Diego, why are you leaving? Right, you know? right. Exactly. Sunny in 75 every day. Or if you're in Nevada and you don't go up to the mountains or any any of those places, they don't have snow very much. <laughs> or you don't pay off your gambling debt. You or, can't leave exactly, Nevada. Exactly. Number two, there's an artist from Kentucky who's creating custom sneakers for horses. Hmm. They're being handmade right now for each uh, jockey that requests one for his horse. Prices start at $1,200 per shoe. Wow. Do the math on that one. A lot? About, yeah, five grand for yeah. uh, the horse to have sneakers. I'm just picturing a horse <laughs> at the racetrack. He doesn't want those. Trotting along in sneakers. Well, you're not going to hear that noise because no. he's in sneakers. He doesn't want the sneakers. He doesn't want them. Have you ever Air seen Jordans a, on a horse? Yeah. Have you ever seen a dog in sneakers? No. G- Google it. It's the funniest thing you'll ever see them trying to walk in shoes. The horse does not want to wear Have you ever sneakers. seen me in sneakers? Ex- exactly. <laughs> you wear boat shoes year-round. Exactly. Even in the snow. Yes. <laughs> Number one in a new survey, 36% of Americans say their garage is so cluttered they can no longer fit a car inside. Mm. An overwhelming majority of Americans say the garage is the most cluttered space in their house. That's fair. This is, uh, you know, people talk about, well, you know what we should do is we should expand the highways so there'd be less traffic. Mm-hmm. It, you create another lane, all people are going to do is fill it with more cars. Right, right. You know, that's what's going to happen. And this is the same deal here. Right. The You've more got a garage, you so you don't need to park your car outside. And what do you do? You fill it with junk. Right. You start collecting stuff. Well, yeah, the more space you have, the more that you collect. Jam into and it. You never, you, if you don't ever move, you never throw it away. So you're just 
collecting stuff forever. Maybe I call the lady at the massage parlor there and get one of those uh, ball gags for my mouth. Mm -hmm. I feel like if I had that in there all the time, I'd eat less. (laughs) What? (laughs) Because when my mouth is wide open, I just want to stuff it full. I don't think that's part of the happy ending, but I could be wrong. You get a little ball gag in there. No? Is that what they do? I don't know. All right. (laughs) This got weird real fast, isn't it? Thursday, world-famous celebrity birthday file. <laughs> Obviously, I'm being humorous, and yet my mind did go there. Uh-huh. And I'm somewhat disturbed by my own behavior. You, you should be. You absolutely should be. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely questioning things. I might need a second therapist. Kendall Jenner, 27 today. Dolph Lundgren, he's 65. Adam Ant, the goody two-shoes mm-hmm. guy, 68 today. Dennis Miller, Kate Capshaw, Roseanne. And Michael Dukakis, former presidential candidate, all celebrating their birthday today. Today's National Housewives Day. Hmm. Is that considered a derogatory term, housewives? I, I feel like that's so. kind of a derogatory term. I mean, there's a show called The Real Housewives. Yes, but I just I don't like defining somebody that they don't work. I mean, just I because mean, they, they don't... Pro- if they're able to be a housewife, they're choosing to be a housewife. Uh, like, if I could be a housewife, I would be a housewife. I don't find that derogatory. I At least I don't. would also be a housewife if I could be a housewife. <laughs> Not kidding even a little bit. Well, there you go. Also, I'd be on Amazon ordering a ball gag, apparently. I learned that about myself on the show today. It's National Men Make Dinner Day. Okay. <laughs> National Sandwich Day. Oh, well, that's why it's National Sandwich Day. <laughs> See what we did there? Uh-huh. Thanks, Hallmark. <laughs> and here you are, the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. We look forward to this every single morning. You are a local business, a charity, an organization trying to do some good, make a difference in the community, raise some funds for your cause. All you got to do is let us know about it. We'll do our very best to share it here on the CBB. We also post them on the events page, 1071theboss.com. You can send an event right there. You can also text it to us, 732-774-4444, or get us on the Facebook machine. Mm-hmm. Boss Roadie's always on the move, handing out cool boss shirts. I think we got the uh, longer sleeve shirts now. The weather's oh, getting yeah? a little chillier. That's fine. I believe so. Okay. Maybe the last of the summer shirts are still <laughs> in the box in the back. I, I would imagine we've gotten rid of all of them. Mm-hmm. We'll find out. we got a big uh, Thanksgiving Springsteen on Sunday coming up Sunday, November 20th. We'll be back at Bar A in Lake Como starting bright and early. Doors open at 8 a.m. You get all those events, 1071theboss.com. Also want to mention Ocean Grove doing a fall fling market. That's going on Saturday, 10 to 5, the Auditorium Square Park. Free admission, live music, food, drinks, and dozens of local Local arts and crafts vendors. It's OceanGroveNJ.com for the details on the fall fling. Supercharged Entertainment NJ is hosting a hiring event that goes on tomorrow 2 to 8 at the Hilton Garden Inn in Edison. Full and part-time positions are available. They'll hire you on the spot if you qualify. Mm-hmm. If you're qualified. Yes. SuperchargedDE.com for all the info on that. And the St. Bernadette Knights of Columbus hosting a special pancake breakfast. Okay. <laughs> Sunday, 8 to noon, St. Bernadette and Parlin. Enjoy pancakes, bacon, eggs, and sausage. Okay. Okay. Unite.org for the info. You get pancakes for a good cause. What more do you need to know? You're obsessed with pancakes. The CBB. down the pancake obsession. Community Bulletin Board, your friendly neighborhood, CBB. A couple of things we thought you needed to know this morning. We're now going on 24 hours at Joseph and on giving me grief about not liking tailgating at a football game because we're going to the Rutgers uh, U of M game this weekend. And Joe is the announcer for people that don't know at Rutgers Stadium, so we're going. <laughs> and just because I don't like tailgating, I don't know why you have to give me a hard time about that, but I do. just don't understand. You are the only person I've ever even heard of who doesn't like to tailgate. <laughs> He's never been tailgating, Joe. This is the issue here. I need better accommodations. Being in a you parking don't. lot, is in the back of a pickup truck, eating f- uh, food off a truck is just not for me. First of all, what this? We're, I'm, I'm not sending you to like a tailgate. This is like a party. 
They have they have uh, you know like eight ten tents that they set up. They have chairs. They they serve. I don't know what he's serving this week. It's probably going to be some kind of beef thing. This guy, this friend of mine, <laughs> the game before or Thanksgiving weekend, he gets there at whatever time he needs to get there, and he has a portable oven, and he cooks a turkey in the parking lot. Well, that sounds pretty good. I'm not going to lie. That does sound pretty good. But. I mean, this is not this is not your typical, you know, hamburgers and hot dogs on a grill. This uh, the, My buddy Jim is is world-renowned at his tailgates. I like Jim a lot. He's a great guy. Yeah. So, right. um, let me move know. to this. Speaking of football and speaking of... And he time. has every possible kind of booze that there is. And he's still going. Well, that's true. If you get me drunk enough, I probably won't know where I'm going, so it'll be just fine. <laughs> Can you... Uh, do you mind if I call Chernoff for a second? We gotta call him. What do we need him for? Well, you'll see in just a second here. <laughs> Come on. Bring this up here. I I just resent. Hang hang on, Mark. You're uh, you're on the air. You're, you're on, on the air, air Mark. Uh, he wants to talk to you for some reason. I don't know if you can hear Joe uh, talking here, but uh, Joe is giving me a hard time about uh, tailgating. So I thought I'd give you a hard time about screwing up the uh, the game okay. fix. So what's the uh, what's the correction? Because we're getting some text messages here, Mark. It's in Houston. It's just it's in Houston. Okay, and you're tired because you had yesterday off. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> Say that again. You're tired because you had yesterday off. That's the oh, that's your yes. excuse, oh, right? Yeah. Traveling. I went to bed at eight o'clock and I woke up at two o'clock to do the sports. So okay. Wait, you woke up at two a.m. Yes. Well, <laughs> I I was exhausted. I got home last night and just <laughs> fell asleep. So I had to wake up in the middle of the night to do all the sports. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, you go take care of that. I just uh, <laughs> I just felt the need why to give are you a hard you time. Giving this poor man a hard well, time. I deserve it. Yeah, you I do. But Mark, this is why Boomer warned me when we hired you. I have to oh. say. I got the teams right. I just, you know, Houston, <laughs> Philadelphia, whatever. Yeah. At least I know they're playing. Now, if you're a Philly fan, you got to have two TVs. That's the big deal tonight. Uh, okay. All right, I'm going to hang up on Mark from his studio. There he goes. But I had to give him a hard time about that because we started getting text messages and he had the thing screwed up this morning. So there you are. The text message You're getting text messages because he said the game was in Philly and not Houston? Yeah. It, we had one text uh, message that said, you have one job. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to give him a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. That's a little rough. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well. Oh, poor Mark. He's I think tired. that's enough poor damage Mark for now. Turtle. That's enough. I mean, that that's a legend you're talking to right there. You I know. know. I mean, and yet he still screws it up. That's <laughs> all right. I screw it, it up happens. every day. That's right. It yeah. happens. <laughs> that's kind of what we do around here. Each one of us that's is screwing right. up all damn day long. <laughs> that's part of the magic. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning, 1071 The Boss. Chris Kringle Cash on Jersey's Free Money Radio Station. Hey, good morning. How are you today? I'm doing just fine. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. Just driving to work. Oh, good. Where do you work? Can we give him a shout out? Well, I work in Staten Island. Okay. Oh, okay. Say no more. We don't want to <laughs> ruffle any feathers. What's your name? Uh, Ken Martin from Greenbrook. Okay, Ken, uh, you're caller number 10. You heard the uh, Chris Kringle cash jingle bells there, so that means I'm going to reach in a little baggie here. They tie up three of them every single day, and we give out money three times a day. It's going to be somewhere between 100 and 500. It just depends how many hundos they put in this little baggie here. So let's see. 100, 200, yeah, five hundred dollars cash, Ken. Nice job. Woo! How about that? Thank you, guys. <laughs> five hundred right now. Way to start. Have you uh, signed up at 1071theboss.com? Oh, yes, I did. And that means you're also qualified for five thousand dollars. <laughs> Hey, I don't know why I started. Is the best, baby. I, I just started coughing when I thought about how the boss was going to yell at me about the budget. <laughs> 
Hey, tell uh, Mike Dinkum. Tell uh, tell everybody who's Jersey's free money radio station. Oh, the boss is the best. <laughs> Thanks, Ken. Oh my God, that uh, was a little rough there. Michelle has got your next chance. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting in trouble for giving away the money. I'm allowed. They told me I could. I know. <laughs> Michelle's got your next chance to play after 10 this morning. Joe Nolan used to have a Michael Dukakis haircut about 35 years ago. I've seen the pictures. You know what, Rochelle? There is no way on God's green earth that he ever, ever made a snowman. That's, That's what I said. That's what I said. Yes, I have. There is no way you would go out in the snow <laughs> in your boat shoes. I don't yeah. need this. And go and and go and do that. You would never do that. You would never, ever, 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 ever even pick up a piece of charcoal. Never mind put it in the thing for eyes. I did not do that, but no. we uh, we rolled the balls and made the uh, the three the three okay, balls and stacked them up as made a snowman. We did. When I you were a kid. Uh, yeah, I, I, like I said, I was shoveling when I was probably a teenager, so my sister's younger than me. She came on out. We made a little snowman. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I, I uh, Joe, don't know. I'm, I'm kind of with you. I, I've seen photos of him from when he was a child, and it was he was not like a <laughs> disturbing, <happy go> lucky. <laughs> disturbing. <laughs> I just cannot picture you <laughs> outside, even as a kid, rolling the snow. Right, you both have made your point. I've had enough of this. <laughs> I, I had my childhood was just fine. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, I'm sure it was, but you know, I mean, no way. <laughs> Robbie and Rochelle in the morning, 1071 The Boss, 99.7 FM, South Jersey, anywhere on your Boss app or 1071theboss.com. Streaming through your TV. A lot of ways to listen. It'll be a beautiful day today. A lot of sunshine, up close to 70. Looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. It's also a Starbucks Red Cup Day. Yes, it is. Starbucks Red Starbucks Cup Day. Starbucks Red Cup. This is yes. the uh, Christmas Cup. Right? Is that what that is? This is the the red cup comes out, so the reusable red cup that you can buy, and then they also introduce four new Christmas cups every year. Wasn't there a controversy a couple of years ago that people thought they were uh, insensitive because they were not, uh, they were just for they Christmas not and not for, for every religion? Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah, it was the first year they kind of did that. They just made them sort of plain, and they've kind of, I don't know, they brought back, now they, I looked at them this year, they all look like wrapping paper. They're pretty. I mean, they, yeah. they're just Christmas colors. They're green and red and white. And They should have a winter theme. They then, should then have you, a winter theme. Then you theme. keep everybody happy. They and should. you can use them beyond December yeah. 25th, guys. If they did, guys. like, blue and white and Do I have gold? to do everything for everybody, for the love of God? <laughs> it's but not that hard. But they do the red cup theme, so they, I think they try to keep it at that. I am a little bummed, though, this year they're not bringing out uh, a new... Usually every year they have a new drink. They don't have a new one this year. Oh. Which is kind of a bummer. I mean, it's fine, but... And you told me that uh, once the pumpkin spice syrups uh, gone. are gone, it's then gone. they move right onto the peppermint mint mocha. Well, you can always, there. fun fact, you can always get peppermint mocha year-round, but it's <laughs> only good. Sorry, I'm obsessed, but... Uh, You're such yeah. a Starbucks aficionado. I, I, really I go am. in there and I intentionally say, can I have a large coffee? <laughs> Do you mean you want a venti mocha china with cream sauce? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, fine. Give me a sandwich as well. <laughs> yeah. Tyler. <laughs> Keith Richards, Rolling Stones, both trending this morning. Uh-oh. I think uh, Keith Richards started trending because of this Rolling Stones story, but then there's a bunch of funny uh, notes where people go, usually when I see a celebrity over 70 trending, mm-hmm. I assume that they've passed mm-hmm. away. And all those. these people are going, but with Keith Richards, I know he's not dead. Oh, no. <laughs> no way. He'll never die. God bless no. him, right? Well, yeah, Keith Richards is not dead. Yeah, let's not jinx him. <laughs> he's not dead. That's not why he's trending. He's trending this morning because there's a story out about uh, the Rolling Stones uh, that's in a new book, a new tell book. Leslie Ann Down, I believe is her name. She's a uh, rock and roll biographer. 
and she claims uh, eyewitnesses to the band during their formative years, we're talking about the 60s, mm-hmm. all had relationships with each other. Meaning Wait, uh, she claims that she's got interviews, people like, uh, I don't know if you remember the name, Marianne Faithful, who had a couple of her own songs and was sure. uh, dating, I think, every member of the band at one point or another. Yeah. She claims that Mick and Keith also had a little thing. They had a romantic Together? relationship. Interesting. And that Mick Taylor of the band, the Mick's, Mick Jagger, uh-huh. Mick Taylor, also had a romantic thing. So Interesting. Early on, they apparently, and I guess while they are no longer a, they don't have a romantic relationship mm-hmm. anymore, she claims there is a deep love between Keith and Mick. That's why Keith is trending this morning. You People know. Are, <laughs> Love I, is love. I guess. It was a fun time. Is anybody really that shocked by this? I don't think no, so. I, no. I, no. No. I guess not. I do I, I do think it's shocking to have a relationship with someone and then still be able to just be friends and hang out For after 60 that. years. For 60 years. That's pretty good. You know, it was it was a good time. It was a they, different time. They probably didn't even know what they were doing. They, no, right. Exactly. I mean, I don't exactly. care if it turns out that they're... You know, they're bisexual or whatever. Yeah. That's it. But my guess is that they were all probably just drunk and high. Yeah. <laughs> that's, oh, that's, absolutely. That's my guess. I, my guess is it was probably more of a group thing than just a a pairing of <laughs> two or more of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, the best part is everyone goes, yeah, Keith Richards training. He's not dead. That can't be it. That's my favorite part of the whole thing. It's He Said, She Said. And Rochelle. Presented this morning. We have a new sponsor. Can you believe that? Ooh. Presented this morning by Chef Mike's Atlantic Bar and Grill, Seaside mm. Park, a.k.a. Oh, Berkeley. I go there all the time. We so go there good. all the time in the summertime. That's a great place to yeah, go. We were out there, um, I don't know, maybe August? It was yeah, very, very good. good. They're bringing sexy food back, says Chef Mike. You can visit them, chefmikesabg.com. I think it's Berkeley Mike's town. Mike's Berkeley a great town. guy, too. I, I've known him for probably 40 years. Mm-hmm. He's been on the show. Yes. He's a very, very nice very guy. Very nice guy. Great guy. I love the bacon. You go in there, you get a drink and they have bacon on the on the bar. The Big views are just amazing. Bacon. Yeah, the, yeah, that's the best thing about the play. The, the food views. is great, but even better than the food is the view of the ocean. It yeah. is beautiful. Especially if you go at night, he's got that uplighting and all that business. Very oh, it's gorgeous. None okay. of this is in the copy, by the way. We're just being nice because just Mike is just him. a hell of a guy. He really no, we, know, we know him, yeah. yeah. He makes a great bolognese, too. We used to, at least. Mm. I don't know if he still does or not, but he used to be the chef at a place I used to go to up by the Meadowlands. Am I not right when it, it says Seaside Park in his advertisement, but it's uh, your GPS is Berkeley Township when you go down yeah, there. See, you know what? That's in that area down there where people don't really know what it is. <laughs> right. It's one of those. You're not sure. And people will argue with you, too. They're oh, like, no, yeah. this is what oh, it yeah. is. Oh, okay. yeah. Whatever. So I, it probably is Berkeley Township, but most people would probably think it's Seaside Park. So The first thing you would do if you win that big jackpot this weekend, the Powerball deal, you win the lottery. What is it? $1.5 billion. That's a yes. drawing on Saturday night. What's the first thing you would do if suddenly you realize, oh, my God, I have just won this big cash jackpot? What's the first thing you do? Oof. I'm not saying the first thing you buy. I'm uh-huh. saying what's the first thing you do? Now, maybe it is a purchase. Yeah. But the first thing you do. I'd lawyer up. Yeah, right away. That's a good answer. I'd lawyer up. I'd delete my social media. <laughs> I'd get a new cell phone number. Seriously. Disappear, huh? And then I'd book my plastic surgery appointment. Yeah, all right. That was, that's what I'd do. Joe? <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say I'd get a security guy. Yeah. Because now you're in that, you know, <laughs> ultra high end uh, where people are going to be after you all the time. Yeah. You kind of um, travel with an entourage anyway, so I feel like that'd be no big no, change you're going to have to get rid of all those people, though. Oh, those you people can't have, You can't have uh, Kermit no. hanging around him. He's got $1.5 no. billion in his pocket. No. Are you no, kidding me? No. <laughs> hey, Kermit, you're right. <laughs> 
See, you know what? I'm enough of a dope that I'd probably give him like $5 million, you know, oh, just to give it to so him. Oh, that's so nice of you. That's, for, then, that's yeah. a horrible idea. No, he any. does have a new baby coming. Give it to his wife. Don't give it to him. Yeah, he'll screw it up. He'll be <laughs> No, you know what I would do? No, you know what? I just would just annoy the heck out of him. You know what I would do? <laughs> I'd put it in a trust fund for his two kids, and they can't get it till they're 25. There you go. Well, that, that's a that's nice what, gesture, because if you give it to him, he's going to be handing out fives at the Gentleman's Club yeah. in Neptune. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hey, uh, did you know there's a gentleman's club right by uh, the radio station? Yeah, Kermit, I knew that. Stay away. You're Actual mar- text. You're married with a kid and a kid on the Actual way, you text. jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what I would do is I'd buy the radio station. Would you? Put my name on the building. Not necessarily this radio station, but a radio station. Uh, I just go in there, love. goof around every day. It'd be a blast. You'd do that yeah, anyway. I, I, yeah, well, you can do it and not care. Yeah. yeah. That's true. It'd be kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Robbie Broadcasting Incorporated. Put my name and lights on the building, you know, like a casino. so obnoxious. Mm. I'll build a snowman out front. Okay. You'd hire somebody (laughs) to build a snowman. That's right. Whole fleet of (laughs) people. Get season tickets for the Jets, Giants, and Rutgers and go tailgate twice a weekend. That'd be fun. (laughs) Oh, I'll be there. Yeah. And then in the winter, I'll be in the parking lot making snowmen. Yeah. That's That's who I am. That's the kind of guy I am. That's who you are. That's right. First thing you do if you win the big jackpot, the big Powerball this weekend, you become a billionaire overnight. First thing you do, not necessarily first thing you buy, first Mm -hmm. thing you do, 732-774-4444. Call us, text us, get us on Facebook. by saying congrats again to Ken. He's in Greenbrook this morning. Ken picked up... 500 bucks, Chris yeah. Kringle cash, qualified for five grand because he signed up at 1071theboss.com, which is not a bad deal. Not only do you can qualify for the money, we tell you the exact hours each and every workday, Monday mm-hmm. through Friday, that you can call in to win. We do it three times a day, up to 500 bucks each time we play. Chris Kringle cash, 1071theboss.com. Nice going, Kenny. Said he's, I said, where do you work? He said, I'm, I'm going to Staten Island. That's all he would say. <laughs> Tells me everything I need to know, doesn't <laughs> yes, it? Yes, it does. All right, Ken, enjoy the cash. <laughs> Speaking of cash, or he said, she said, the first thing you do, you know the big Powerball this weekend, Saturday night yes. drawing, $1.5 billion, second biggest ever. Yeah. You want all that money. What's the first thing you would do? I'm not asking the first thing you'd buy, but mm-hmm. maybe it'd, it'd be a purchase. Sure. I'm saying the first thing you'd do. I think uh, I got a couple now that I'm thinking about it. If I'm being serious here. Okay. I think I'd buy myself a Porsche, get mm-hmm. myself a little sports car. That's one of the first things you do. I think it's one of the first things I do. Okay. I think I set up a uh, a trust That's for all of idea. us for for retirement for the kids for everything like that. We yeah. get all that settled away. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, then I think I maybe I make some donations to some yeah. charities, some organizations, yeah. some causes I care about. Mm-hmm. You know, you wouldn't like buy a house and have a garage to put the portion. We'll get to that. <laughs> I'm just saying you <laughs> said we have a, a Porsche and we don't have a garage. You're not going to put. I'm talking the first afternoon where I realize suddenly that I'm a billionaire. Those You're are going couple, right away. Yeah, those are some of the first things I'm doing. Okay, interesting. Starting my own media conglomerate. I'll get to it. I'm a little busy right now, <laughs> but I'll get to it. i got to buy some Christmas gifts first, but yeah. I'll get to it. Okay, all right. Pam said I'd pay off all my debt and my mortgage, and then I'd take a month-long vacation. How great would that be, by the way? If you're you know, you're know in debt, you call up uh, mm-hmm. Bank of America, and you just say, guess what? Here's a check for $30,000. Pay it off. Yeah, that would Go feel fantastic. Go F yourself, BOA. That's, What's in your wallet? My money. Now get the hell out of here. That Wouldn't would that feel be great? so good. Yeah. You get like I get like a little surge in my tummy just thinking about it. Or you call up <laughs> Kenny in Staten Island. You tell him to handle it. <laughs> hey, Ken, you know a guy? <laughs> yeah, I'll handle it. We got a text from 4815 that said they pay off everyone's tolls on the parkway for two months. Just for two months? Well, everyone? That's a lot of tolls yeah, for everyone. Yeah, okay. That's very nice. Yeah, it is very That's nice. Very, I don't know how you would achieve that, how you would make that work. But it's, uh, it's rather altruistic. It's very, very nice. And Evan said he'd quit <laughs> his job, and then he'd buy 
I don't know what this is, but he'd buy the Lego Imperial Star Destroyer. Yeah, that's, uh, I think it's Darth Vader's Star Wars spaceship, you know? I'm guessing because it's Lego, it's probably like $1,000 or something, but that's just very funny to me. It's the first thing you do. But... I give him three days when the little pieces is on the floor. He's like, ow! I... <laughs> it's the first thing you do. Buy a foot. <laughs> so that's right. Buy I'm going to the podiatrist. What's the first <laughs> thing you do if you won the lottery? You win to Powerball, billion dollars this weekend. It's He Said, She Said, with Robbie and Rochelle. And it's presented by Chef Mike's ABG, Chef Mike's Atlantic Bar and Grill, Seaside Park, a.k.a. Berkeley Township. (laughs) Bringing sexy food back, visit ChefMike'sABG.com. It was a fun one this morning. Got that big cash jackpot. It's fun to think about. Mm -hmm. This weekend, the Powerball, $1.5 billion. You win all that money. I think the lump sum is like $700 What would you do? What'd you do? What's the first thing you do? Not necessarily first thing you'd buy. Yeah. Purchase. First thing you'd do. Uh, Text from 7359 said, I'd sign my name on the front and the back, make a copy of it, and throw it in the safe. The winning ticket? ticket? Okay. That's very smart. That is a smart first move. Almost as smart as uh, Rochelle calling an attorney. (laughs) Calling Brandon J. Broderick. Well, right. Yo, Brandon. I mean, how, how, dev- I, I mean, if you lost it or something happened or whatever, I mean, I'll tell yeah, you what, you're talking, this is no uh, indictment of any particular attorney, but you're talking about that kind of money. I don't know that I'd even trust a lawyer. Yeah, that's Rita. I was just going to say, Rita said she'd get a financial advisor. Do I trust those guys? They want to get their commission I, too. Listen, I don't, I would hire a lawyer or a financial advisor, but I, ne- I wouldn't necessarily tell them the lump sum that I have until. I hear them out. I, mean, I think I'd call Warren Buffett or Mitt Romney or one of those guys be like, yo, Mitt, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing with this money? Help me out yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. You you'd ha- you would have to get someone to help you because you just, to not have that kind of money, right. to have it, you just, I mean. The, you, I wouldn't be worried. I mean, I know there are people that blow it and just screw <laughs> the whole thing up, but I'd be worried about getting screwed, you know, yeah. somehow having someone steal it from me. Mm-hmm. I'd mm-hmm. be my first I honestly would delete my social media and get a new phone number and everything because I'd be worried about my kids' safety, too. I wouldn't want you. Sure. That's scary. I mean, people know you have that kind of money. They know where they go to school or who you are. That's It could be really scary. you got to be really careful. we got to stop watching all these true crime shows on Netflix. It is true, we're though. Crazy I mean, that's scary. I love Dave. Dave said, I'd go back to sleep and I wouldn't have to worry about what time the, Kringle, uh, the Chris Kringle money sounds <laughs> are. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. You son of a gun, you. <laughs> Good morning, it's the boss. Good morning, this is Donna. How are you? Hey, Donna, how are you? Good. I'm calling to say what I would do if I won the lottery. Yeah, I'd love to hear it. I would call my ex-husband. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are you going to tell him? I'm going to tell him to keep his two thousand dollars a month. I don't need it anymore. You go. Round of applause, yes. Donna. That's a beautiful thing. I yes. like that. <laughs> uh, also, how'd you work out that uh, deal? <laughs> yeah, really, that's that's pretty good money. That's not bad. Yeah. Well, you know, it really isn't bad, but I do deserve more, but we won't get into that. No, we won't get into that. <laughs> Rochelle knows the struggle, believe yes, me. Yes, I do. Believe me. Yes. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's wonderful now, but it wasn't that. Yeah. He, he's a... Um, a UPS driver, and let's just say he delivered his package to someone else. Oh, no! <laughs> definitely deserve more I'll than I'll tell you what, Donna, I'd like to win myself, but I'm rooting for you to win the Powerball this weekend, girl. All right? Thank you. That would be wonderful. And I would share it with you. I would go Aww. and Aww. help you buy your radio station. Oh. All right, give it, you're getting me all mushy now. I'm Aww. giving you a big air hug here. That's so nice. Thank you. 
Listen, you guys have a great day. I have to go teach. Okay. okay. <laughs> Say hi to those kids for us. Well, I hope she wins the money. What a sweetheart. That's nice. Yeah, Donna. thank I love you. That. All right. What's the first thing you do if you win all that money? The Powerball this weekend. We'll keep that going. Text Connect always open seven three two seven seven four forty four forty four or on Facebook.